y'all. It is Tuesday again, November the 2nd, and I'm going to keep it 100. Going to keep it 100. This show is all about our healthcare workers, what's going on in the election, and why it's important you get those toys and those Christmas gifts that you're going to be getting as early as possible. And you don't have to spend a million trying to do it. Quit playing. You know, you know better. Welcome, everybody. And it is a cool day in the middle. Sunny. It's very sunny, but it's cool. As you can hear my space heater, because I'm cold and I got the heat up and the space heater because it's cold. Or at least I feel cold. I'm cold natured anyway. So, um, yes, that's what you're hearing humming in the background. And since it's you know, late, early fall, and we're going into the winter. You'll probably be hearing a lot of it, unless I find me one at Walmart that don't make no noise. Next question. Okay. I hope each and every one of you have been having a, a great day. I hope that those of you who want to give up on yourself, do not give up on yourself. Keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, don't don't give up on yourself. Just keep going. Just keep going and see what happens. Just see what happens. Um, you know, you only fail when you give up. So, you know, just, just keep going and, and see what happens. On things that you know that, you know, you'll know which things. You know, what I do, I pray about them. Or, you know, life, you know, God will push you towards things too. But with that, at least that's my belief. Because everyone on this show is welcome and entitled to their beliefs. I'm just saying my specific and personal belief. Going to be back in a moment with the world according to Bookie and them. Don't go nowhere, y'all. Stay with us. Back in a moment. Or should I say me? Back in a moment, y'all. Breakfast in this house. In the morning, I can use all the help I can get. That's why I love Nutella, a delicious hazelnut spread that's perfect on multigrain toast and even whole wheat waffles. It's a quick and easy way to give my family a breakfast they'll want to eat. And Nutella is made with simple quality ingredients like hazelnuts, skim milk, and a hint of cocoa. They love the taste, and I feel good that they're ready to tackle the day. Nutella, breakfast never tasted this good. This isn't a Welcome back, podcast amigos and amigas, podcast family. I need to address an elephant in the room, and that elephant is the care of the elderly. Because whether we believe it or like it or not, if we keep going to bed and waking up, we're going to be in a situation where we are elderly. Now, our prayers and hopes is that when we reach that point in our life, that we're able to do everything for ourselves that we're doing now and, and, and maintain our households and prepare our meals and do all of these things, you know, for ourselves as long as we can. But also for those who are unable to do the things and be more independent and need assistance, 
the caregivers need a raise. Now, it's beautiful. We happy, we rejoice, and we excited. Because non-people that haven't been to college or anything, now some of them are making double as if they have been in college. There's getting to be a, you know how they say a shortage of nurses and medical and stuff. Well, there is a shortage of, um, of caregivers and staff for, for, um, for instance, for home health care agencies, private agencies and nursing homes and assisted living facilities. Maybe not in all of them, but certainly there is in some. So you have caregivers that are making, let's just, let's just say it. Oh, 14 bucks an hour, maybe 15 and maybe, cause I know some people ain't making that. Then some States they're making like $10 an hour and, and all of them earth angels to do all of the things that they do that entail of what they do, especially during the COVID era, you know, when it was really bad and everything was shut down, they were family, friends, counselors, you know, and, and that's well, fine and dandy, but they didn't up, they didn't raise the, um, pay for, you know, some businesses. Let's give an example. Like Amazon's paying $20 an hour. FedEx is playing 20 plus 20 to 20 plus an hour. All these other Play, a lot of other places are paying, you know, in warehouses and stuff like that. They're getting raises. And some of these restaurants are paying like 16, 18 an hour. The people that are working in these nursing homes and these home health aides going into the homes and, and, and assisted living and whatever the, whatever the name of the and private agencies need a raise because who's going to take care of the elderly? There's already a lot of, you know, they already, some of them already have 19, you know, a lot of people to take care of. So, and that's well fine and dandy. They going to maintain because they earth angels and they hard workers and they have hearts. But I feel like the the law or whatever decides these things need to pay these CNAs and home health aides $20 an hour. Because if you make it an even playing field, there will not be a shortage. There will be an abundance of workers working in these jobs and caring for our citizens that are unable to care for themselves. Cause believe it or not, there's going to come a point. I know we hope and pray and wish that we able to drive and cook our meals and do all of these things for ourselves. But then there's a chance that at a certain point, at a certain age, we're not going to be able to for whatever reason, it could be medical it could be physical. Well, phys- well, you know what I mean. It could be physical, medical, or mental. 
or all three. We don't know. I'm just saying if they, they need to up give these home health aides, these CNAs, and also these LPNs and PNs, they, they need a raise too. They have an abundance of people to care for too. It's, it's all a team. It's all a team. They need to be making 28 to $30 an hour and RNs 50. Who's going to, you know, I just feel like I, I don't see a whole lot of elderly. Like I see them in like commercials about life insurance and, you know, um, you know, different medications and this kind of stuff. And I know this type of stuff happens more with people of age, you know, that are older and maybe elderly, the older and elderly. Let's just say that. But we can't forget about them. We can't just say, okay, because they're part of this world too. They live, eat, breathe, and, and do everything we do. We got to stop throwing people, throwing our elderly away just because, okay, you old, you're not, you, you can't do anything. And we're not going, we're not going to show you in commercials. We're not going to show you on shows because you are only as old as you think you are. And there are a lot of elderly people that can really contribute their wisdom and their knowledge to the world. And we can't forget about them because if you keep going to bed and wake up, you hope to be fully independent, but there's a chance that you might not be. And then what you want, when you walk standing in the, the shoes of the elderly now, when, when you, and they now you're in their shoes to see how you feel. We got to take care of our people that are taking care of our people in all of our communities in the United States. This is, this is, this is crazy. And I know a lot of schools and stuff teach skills and stuff like that, but they need to up the ante and pay these, these, the, these LPNs, these RNs, but more importantly, the home health aides and CNAs more money. Because we need more caregivers out here. And yes, we do need more nurses. And we do need, you know, more medical personnel. It's just, this has been going on for years, ever since I can remember. You know, they haven't been getting the pay that they, that they are worth. And what they're worthy of. A lot of these um, home health aides and, and, and CNAs on, get the on-the-job training. They know, know and do just, they know just as much as the nurses do. Only the difference is they haven't been to the anatomy and physiology and those type of classes that you're supposed to take. But far as the caregiving and how to hook up different things, but we not, I'm not going to get into that. But I'm just saying, the eyes, the nose, the ears of these facilities need to be paid more. And we cannot keep the shortage going 
of the care for our citizens in our communities, our caregivers, as well as the people that need that the caregivers serve. And that's all I got to say, because it's a shame. It's a shame how, you know, this type of situation can be put on the back burner. And it's not important because I'm, I'm mobile. I'm up. I'm moving. I can do this and that. Something needs to be done about that. Back in a moment with the World According to Bookie and them podcasts. Thank you. Stay with me. Hello? Yeah, yeah. I can't find it. I'm looking for it right now. Mm-hmm. They say quit. They say done. They say we're too grown for fun. They say oh, we say young. We say playful's never done. Don't fight the feeling, just let it flow. Stack it up, rack it up, let it go. Laughter is calling, pick up the phone. Let's stay playful, Oreo. Everyone's welcome, don't need a label. If we're still smiling, the future's bueno. I got the secret the world should know. Let's stay playful, Oreo. Hello. Side. When you do every day's full For every moment we're grateful No half, our glass on the way full Yeah, yup, stay playful Welcome back Virginia Election Day 2021 What to watch for in the governor's race Polls show a neck and neck race Between Democrats and Republicans All eyes are on Virginia, where voters have their say today in the first major election of the president's Joe Biden's term. One, both parties are watching closely for lessons ahead of the next year's midterm elections. Polls show a neck and neck race between Democrat Terry McAuliffe, a former governor looking to reclaim the office, and political newcomer Glenn Youngkin, who is trying to crack the code on how to win as a Republican in a state former President Donald Donald Trump lost by a wide margin. The COVID-19 pandemic dominated the campaign's earlier months, but as cases receded, other issues like abortion and education took center stage. Youngkin harnessed parental frustration with school closures and mask mandates, as well as fears of anti-white bias in curriculum that dovetail with a national conservative backlash to critical race theory, a once obscure academic field mainly on mainly only taught at the graduate level. McAuliffe also has tried to tie Youngkin to Trump, hoping to show the former president can still be an effective boogeyman to motivate the Democratic base and overcome lackluster enthusiasm for Biden and his gridlock agenda in Washington. Virginia, which elects its governors, a year after the presidential election has often served as an indicator of which way the political winds are blowing and which party is more engaged. Here are five things to watch. One, is Virginia a purple state again? Former President Barack Obama won the Commonwealth twice. Biden carried it by 10% points last year and no Republican has won statewide since 2009. When Democrats claimed total control of the legislature in 2019, 
outgoing Governor Ralph Northam, who is prohibited by the state constitution from seeking a second term, declared Virginia officially blue. But a win today by Youngkin or anyone else on the GOP cook ticket or even a close loss would reset the elect electoral calculus. If Democrats are struggling here, what does that mean for other southern states like Georgia, North Carolina, where the party has made gains by copying the Virginia playbook and where Democrats hope to defend or pick up Senate seats in 2022? Virginia was barely contested in the last presidential election, but Youngkin victory might put it back in place, squeezing Democrats by making them play defense with working class white voters in both upper Midwest and in more diverse Sunbelt states where the party had been making gains lately. Will the Democratic base turn out? Black voters remain key to the Democratic coalition. How much credit? Or blame, does Trump get? Young can accept it, Trump's endorsement, and in an abstract, hewed closely to Trump and most of the GOP at large on policy and cultural issues. Four, what does the Virginia House say about the U.S.? While the headlines will be about the governor's race in Virginia and New Jersey, operatives in the next year's congressional races will be closely watching the 100-member Virginia House of Delegates all of whom are up for election to today. Do suburbs stay blue or bounce back? With Trump out of office, one of the biggest questions in politics across the country is whether Democrats can retain their support in historically Republican suburbs that shifted blue under Trump, or if the culturally liberal but fiscally moderate su suburbanites will return to GOP. The first big sign of the Democratic momentum under Trump was unexpected was an unexpected surge in support for Northam and Virginia suburbs in 2017. Our suburbs have largely dictated many of the key elections since from the blue wave in the last midterms in 2018 to Biden's victory in 2020. In both the Democratic primary and the general elections, observers will be closely watching places like Luton County, which has long been a bellwether a bellwether and has been a flashpoint in debate over the education and critical race theory. Keep your eyes open and I, we're going to find out all about it later on after these elections and all the votes are counted. Back in a moment with the world according to Buki and them. If you're not registered to vote, go out and get registered to vote. Back in a moment with the world according to Buki and them podcast. Stay with me now. Christmas 2021, experts anticipate most expensive in decades as inflation supply chain crisis lingers. Much of the anticipated shortages originate with the global supply chain crisis. As the nation heads into the Christmas season, fears are mounting that massive inflation and ongoing supply chain issues will make this holiday one of the most expensive in memory. It's going to be a tough Christmas. Many projections say that it's going to be the most expensive Christmas in the last 30 years. He, 
It was also noted that although many Americans have seen their paychecks increase, it's still not enough to fight against the huge rates of inflation the country is facing. But it remains to be seen exactly how Americans will adapt to this climate. It's going to be hard to keep the same pace of spending, but people are going to still try to outdo the Christmas they are used to. That's what they're saying. Much of the anticipated shortages originate with the global supply chain crisis, which is affecting the price of virtually everything from food on our plates to raw and packaging materials. Jennifer Blackhurst is a professor of business analytics at the University of Iowa, Tippy College of Business, and a global supply chain expert, cautioned that panic buying, as was done in the height of COVID-19 pandemic, is a wrong approach and will make matters worse in the long run. The more that we have this panic buying now, you know, just buying, 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 hoarding up stuff, the bigger that's going to cause the shortage and problems in the supply chain to be. And so what we want to encourage, what she's saying, what they're encouraging consumers is, you don't need to go out and buy stockpiles of products, but you might want to be thinking about shopping now for the holidays, which I'm pretty sure all of us are. If you go to the store and they don't have the exact product you need, then just adapt and buy something different. Um, The companies are literally doing everything they can But it's a disaster upon a disaster upon a disaster that's causing all of these problems with its supply chain. And this time last year, ocean freight rates from China to the U.S. West Coast were like 3,847 per 40-foot container. Now the same container will cost 17,377 to ship, according to um, Fridos, a Hong Kong-based online freight marketplace. I mean online freight marketplace i'm sorry y'all so and at the end of the day i know that we always want to do better that's just how we are we wanted to have a better christmas than we did last year we want to do better we want to make it bigger we want to make it better um not that we're in competition with anybody but because you know you have new ideas it's like me with my christmas trees every year i have a new theme i want to do a different thing and i get it But you do not have to spend a king's ransom to have a beautiful, beautiful, uh, fun Christmas where everybody get their gifts and everybody have a good time. Because that's not really, we want, our economy needs for us to be out here shopping and all of that. But, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to go into debt coming into the new year, robbing Paul to pay Peter, you know just to have a good Christmas because they have a lot of good deals out there y'all know I talk about Walmart all the time Macy's a lot of these stores have you know comfortable items if you want a tight budget and let me tell you guys something I want to say this especially for especially for my for my younger people you don't have to try to keep you don't have to try to keep up with with um everybody else you can so you can have the look for less and you can have just a good just as good a holiday you just have to know how to put like things together and they have plenty of ideas on on hgtv uh, on decorating that's inexpensive 
um, Walmart. I mean, you there's so many there's so many things that you can do to um, you know save money, but you know have a really nice Christmas and have the if you want to if you will look for less the look for less you can definitely have that and I think Laura Spencer had a show she had a show something like that um, where it was like you can get it looks like you spent a fortune and high end but it's some refurbished furniture that you took the time out to you know refurbish so and make look better and so you can definitely 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 have um, the look for less you really truly can cause you know some people you know you'd be surprised what you can do and so have a good Christmas enjoy Christmas do your shopping but don't break the bank there are lots of good deals out there great bargains out there and like for you parents that have little kids now is if you want to get your toys now is the time you know I'm talking about the toys from mommy and daddy to the little kids now Santa Claus brings those of you who do Santa Claus Santa Claus brings y'all covered okay cause not everybody do Santa Claus I know Jewish people don't do Santa Claus and I know certain religious people religious backgrounds and religions don't do Santa Claus but for the families that do do Santa Claus, you know, let the gifts from Santa Claus come from Santa Claus. But the mommy and daddy gifts need to be, y'all need to start shopping for them now, the gifts to your kids from you. Not from Santa, because he got it. But the mommy and daddy toys that they're going to buy so, with that being said, we're going to take a quick commercial break, or I'm going to take a quick commercial break. I'm so used to having them with me. Back in a moment with the World According to Bookie and them podcast. Don't go nowhere. I'm almost done. Back in a moment. Feel the clarity of non-drowsy Claritin. And relief from symptoms caused by over 200 allergens, like those from Buddy. Because stuffed animals are clearly no substitute for real ones. Feel the clarity and live Claritin clear. In this holiday lockdown, my body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top 10. Welcome back, everybody. Pre-happy Thanksgiving. As our marching bands prepare to take to the streets of Chicago. Part of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Here are a few fun facts about Thanksgiving. Do you know what was served the first Thanksgiving? How about many calories consumed? We don't. We not. We not. We not worried about consuming calories. Thanksgiving is basically a free day. I mean, you don't eat until you can't breathe, and you got to go to the hospital and get some breathing treatments. Please don't do that. Pace yourself. No one. No one to put. Know when to push the plate away and put your fork down. Don't do don't, you know you know better. Don't be doing like that. The, you take a walk and then you come digest it, and then if you must, come have another plate. One plate should be suffice enough, and then you know. The first Thanksgiving was celebrated in 1621 
over a three-day harvest festival. Included, it included 50 pilgrims and 90 Wampanoag Indians and lasted three days. It's believed by historians that only five women were present. Okay. Turkey wasn't on the menu at the first Thanksgiving. Venison, duck, goose, oyster, lobster, eel, and fish were likely served alongside pumpkins, cranberries, but no pumpkin pie or cranberry sauce. Abraham Lincoln proclaimed Thanksgiving a national holiday on October 3rd, 1863. And the woman who wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb convinced Lincoln to make Thanksgiving a national holiday after writing letters for 17 years. The history of the U.S. president pardoning Turkey is patchy. Harry Truman is often credited with the big being the first president to pardon the turkey, but that's not quite true. He was the first to receive a ceremony of turkey from the National Federation, and he had it for dinner. John F. Kennedy was the first to let a Thanksgiving turkey go, followed by Richard Nixon, who sent the turkey to a petting zoo. George H.W. George Bush is a president who formalized the turkey pardoning tradition in 1989. There are four towns in the United States named Turkey. They can be found in Arizona, Arizona, Texas, and Louisiana, North Carolina. Butterball answers more than 100,000 turkey cooking questions via their Butterball Turkey Hotline each November and December. The traditional football on Thanksgiving began in 1876 with a game between Yale and Princeton. More than 54 million Americans are expected to travel during the Thanksgiving holiday this year. That's up. And it might even be more than that. Just some little fun facts about Thanksgiving, y'all. Because coming this Thursday, we're three weeks, three weeks away from the big turkey day. Back in a moment. Don't go nowhere. Stay with me. I'm a fan. It's how I hit the switch on the fan. This where my head is. Listen, I feel resentment from Eric. So if I was a singer-songwriter, just about to make it big, I could still get the Rogers race? Yep. State Farm has race to fit any budget. That's awesome, man. You want to play drums? Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or click to get a quote today. Thanks for tuning in, podcast friends and family. Find the world according to Buki and them podcasts where you find all of your podcasts. Have a wonderful, wonderful, awesome night. Believe in yourself. Be kind. Hey.